it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. This episode is brought to you by CHC Business and Tax Solutions, Inc. Contact us today at 248-802-5571 or at our website at chcbts.com. That's chcbts.com. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you. I had the pleasure in interviewing Rashida Williams, the glam doctor. I've been knowing Rashida for years, and she is a fellow makeup artist in my local area, and I thought she had a lot of great information to share. I think she has an awesome story. She's a great makeup artist and business owner, and I think you're really going to enjoy the interview as I enjoyed interviewing her. Here's a little bit of Rashida's bio. Rashida Williams, founder and CEO of The Glam Doctor, is an award-winning makeup artist, educator, mentor, and public speaker who transforms lives by unlocking inner beauty. Her professionalism, skill, and exceptional service has caused her to become a sought-after rising star in the beauty industry. Rashida began her journey as a makeup artist in 2001. By 2006, her clientele had grown significantly, and she discovered the need to expand her reach. She became known as the Glam Doctor. Her reputation preceded her. An up-and-coming makeup artist sought after her expertise and experience. By 2013, she had mentored and assembled a strong team of dedicated artists known as the Glamour Us team and became a full-time makeup artist and business owner. She just recently started a lipstick line that we discussed in the interview and a boutique called Detroit Couture. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. And here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor, and we have an awesome guest today, Rashida Williams, aka the Glam Doctor. Welcome, Rashida. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Great to have you. So I'm super excited to talk to you today. And Rashida, I start off with my first fun fact question. So tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. That most people wouldn't know is that I'm an amazing actress. Oh, I love acting. Like, I work behind the scenes, but I'm a great actress, and I probably could, you know, pass auditions if I really put my mind to it, but I don't do it anymore because I'm behind the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's unique. So, was acting uh, something that you wanted to do before you got into the beauty industry? Yes. It was something I was kind of doing, like, plays and stuff like that, Um, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't, again, pursue it. When this came up, I just didn't even, I put it in the back burner understood so you've been in the beauty industry almost 20 years right what is it like 19 years it is 19 yeah it was 2001 yeah yeah so yeah. it'll be it'll be 20 years 19 years exactly so awesome so tell us how did you how you started your journey how did you get into the beauty industry my journey started as a fluke i um learned to do my own makeup i was a grown woman and did not know anything about makeup once I learned how to do that, um, one of my cousins, I would kind of do her makeup for her. Again, never thinking about being a makeup artist because I didn't know any makeup artists. Um, that was like something at the, you know, the counter at the mall that you saw. So I didn't know anything about the industry. But my cousin, um, her friend got married and she was getting married. And the makeup artist she was trying to book, 
wasn't getting back to them. And she said, well, can you do our makeup? And I said, no, I don't do makeup. Like, it was really, like, like so far-fetched she asked me that. And I said, no, I don't do makeup. And she said, well, you do mine nice, and she feels like you maybe can do hers. And I said, no, but my cousin came back to me three times. Three times. And on the third time, I went to God, and I said, God, am I supposed to be doing makeup? And as all the boys I'm talking to you, he said yes to makeup. Wow. It made, it made absolutely no sense at that time. No sense at all. That's interesting. You know, sometimes that's how life goes. We never know, like, you know, how we'll end up. Yeah, so that's interesting. So you started, so the first makeup you did was, like, was that the first time you did makeup for other people, like, other than your cousin was, like, that wedding? Did you end up doing the wedding? The wedding, yes. Awesome. Yes. My first, and my first, my first wedding was June 29th. 2001 and it was one of my friends i didn't do my cousin's friend's wedding because the person she was reaching out to finally called her back who was one of my good friends now in the industry <laughs> but i did my friend's wedding june 29th and the thing i did with that wedding it was 10 girls i didn't know what i was doing i didn't even have any foundation i had nyx that's when nyx kind of first came out nyx eyeshadows in a toolbox and i had some <laughs> lipsticks and stuff and I said, bring your own foundation. And I brought a make a chair. It was a bar stool to the church. And I did everybody's makeup. Ten girls did not. I mean, I did a good job on the makeup, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of feeling my way out. And I asked them not to pay me anything. Because one thing I knew about principles, because I'm a Christian, I wanted to sew. Because I wanted God to bless it since he told me to do it. And the proof has been in the pudding. I didn't charge him a dime. And after that, everything was word of mouth after that. Awesome. I didn't realize you started with weddings because weddings seems to be your niche. I know you do a lot of other things like films and, you know, events. Mm -hmm. But at wedding scene, you seem to be really big in the wedding scene. So um, is that was that always your niche or did, he, did you try to do, to do a lot of other things and eventually it became your niche? I think it was just a natural progression. I think it just kind of just... It wanted me more than I wanted it, Brandy. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. we are here. And then also, we are here in Detroit in the Midwest. There, are not, there weren't a lot of other opportunities presented here other than weddings or people going to events. So the opportunities to do film and television, that kind of stuff, came kind of in, more into it um, because of different, like, you know, TV stations popping up and, you know, um, opening up. But before the end, that's all it really was was weddings. And so I just figured that part out and just would go with the flow with that. I understand. So what do you think contributed to you having so much longevity in this industry? Because, you know, um, it's not easy being a makeup artist. So what do you think has contributed to that? I think, number one, my commitment to excellence, excellent service, and my commitment to educating myself and staying on top of things when it came to the education piece of it. Because, I mean, we both know, it's makeup artists do makeup, I mean, makeup circles around me. They much better than me. It ain't got nothing to do a lot of times with that. People buy into you and what you bring to the table for them. And I think that that is a thing for me that has kept me relevant and kept me, you know, on top in terms of that part because of my business, the business part of it, my personality, how I take care of clients and customers. My, my skill set is what keeps me there, but everything, you know what I'm saying, what got me, gets me there, I mean, but everything else keeps me there, I believe. 
Yeah, I think so too. Because I think uh, in any business, especially when it's service based, they people uh, work with who they know, like and trust, right? Yes. So yeah, so it's your reputation and um, any yeah. relationships that you've built. I could see that for sure. Yeah. So you talked about education, like, like so. Let's talk about the importance of you know, um, you know, making sure you stay on top of your your education in the industry. I think that it's very important, Brandy. I um in the very beginning when I first started out, one thing, even though I didn't know anything, you know, when I very first started out, one thing I knew was I needed somebody to train me because I didn't know how to move. You know, I just knew, you know, of course, to do my friends and family's makeup. And because the other thing about me, because I was a booking manager, I used to stay in a group. I was the booking manager. So I was used to dealing with contracts and having, you know, stuff in writing and deposits to secure things. So that part kind of came natural. Like, okay, let me get a contract. And I think, girl, when I first started, I was charging like $25, you know, which was nothing. But I would get my little money, you know, have a contract, something in writing and binding. And, but I think that um, the education piece, when I would reach out to people, like, for instance, you know, back then it was number Mac. That was like the tell, baby, if you worked at Mac, you was the tell all, be all. So I reached out to a couple people at Mac um and ask them about training me or whatever and people was like uh no <laughs> i was like mm, okay and then some people was like why would i teach you what i know you know or you know just that kind of thing the only person that would let me that helped me here in the beginning was talia and um she let me go out with her own weddings i remember go to the mac county and watch her and i would be like oh my god i want to be like her because she would be booked for months out i'm like oh i want to be like that one day and she would let me go out and you know put eyelashes on, foundation on, and I would just glean from her. But the thing about it, when I did that, I didn't charge her a dime. I won't let her pay me anything because I wanted what she had. And I knew that I, I needed to grab that kind of that, you know, grab that anointing of her life and what she did. And so I did that. And then I eventually found a mentor well, a training class in 2005 with a lady named Candace Corey. And that was mm-hmm. in Chicago. I called her on the phone and she actually talked to me. And because everything else I tried to look at for education was this place called Dawn to Dust with Dust to Dawn. They ended up going bankrupt. They, it was a, in a bit of conspiracy with them, but they um, were like really expensive. I couldn't afford that. But Candace has is affordable. Girl, I asked my family and friends for, for help me out. People give me $20, $30, $40, I got all the money for the class. It was a two-day class. And it was the best experience of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Candace. Is she still around? She is still around. Yeah, she does oh, a lot of okay. things. Yeah, and the other thing, you know, just just being on top of things, Brandy, you know, being relevant, knowing what's going on with, you know, with trends and things like that. Because a lot of times, a lot of people are just looking at YouTube and, you know, you and I both know that's not the best education, you know, for somebody, especially just starting out and not knowing the ropes. You need to dive into some real class with people that are experienced, in this industry to be able to help you go to the next level in business and in skills. So a lot of the classes I took really, really helped me and I still get education every single year. Yeah, I, um, I absolutely agree with that. I think it's very important to stay up on top of your craft, to learn, to get education, to have a mentor. Um, a lot of people think that all they need is just YouTube or something, but you need a little mm-hmm. bit more to YouTube. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, you you know, you may see your favorite makeup artist doing her own makeup on YouTube, but she's not really telling you, like, what it takes to work in a field, 
what, right. how, how to operate when you're on a job. How should you right. dress? How should you speak? You right. know, a lot of things um, that people don't even think about when they go on to different makeup jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel, so I think that is definitely very uh, relevant. What do you, and what do you, other than like the fact that you can, only go through YouTube, what do you think are some of the misconceptions that uh, people have when they want to be in this industry? Because it seems like everybody's a makeup artist now, right? <laughs> Girl, I think that some of the biggest misconceptions people's followers on on social media. Mm-hmm. I think that people, people assume because all these people got all these followers that they're just great and they're amazing. And a lot of times these people are influencers being paid by uh, by companies that say their products are great and they're crappy and i think that that's a big misconception a lot of people get they get wide-eyed and they're like oh my god like i want to do this because i can be amazing like this person it's like nah dude like you got to work hard like it's hard work you got people that may have 300 followers but they're working every day and you right. don't know it because they're not posting and so i think that's a misconception they think if you if you're not posting or you're not doing anything that you're not doing you're not doing anything <laughs> And that is not the case. A lot of working artists, they don't have time to post. I got stuff from weeks ago I ain't posted yet because I'm busy, you know, working and doing other things. And so I think that the misconception also is that your talent alone is good enough. That, you know, that you just talented, you need to get some education and training. You know, I, you know I, I just went to school to get my, uh, to get a, um, for aesthetics, get my diploma for aesthetics. I've got to get my license now, which I'm working on that now because I've been so busy but I'm getting my license because I wanted to go and well, initially I went because I was like, let me get this license because Michigan about the, you know, but when I went, I actually liked it. <laughs> and I learned a lot about skin, about, you know, I learned even more about sanitation, you know, certain things I didn't know, like blood spill and things like that, that I did not know. And so I feel like those things were so important. I'm glad that I went and got it. So I think the misconception is that you need talent only. And and it's not just enough. It's not enough. Yeah, not at all. Um, it, because you know, it's a like it's not just it's one thing to have a talent, but then do you know how to operate in business? Right. Do you know how to have proper customer service. Let's talk about some of those things. Like yeah. some of the, the important uh-huh. things you think that you've learned along the way about business and customer service. The customer service piece, I'm gonna be honest with you, Brandy. I thank God that I had a background in, in um corporate America. I worked for one of the phone companies and I worked there for 14 years and I had to have amazing customer service because you got evaluated on that stuff every month or all the time. If you jacked up, you know, you were, you were called out on it immediately. Unfortunately in our line of business, you know, the only kind of repercussions you get if a customer doesn't come back or they, you know, or they complain about it or they go on social media and, you know, rag you about it. But customer service, I think it, it has to be a one. I, that's one of the things I've learned. I've learned about having empathy. That's one thing, too, with us being service-based. Yeah, we have rules and regulations in our businesses, but also we are human beings and dealing with other humans. And sometimes stuff happens outside of those contracts where you got to make a decision, you know, about, you know, how to how, what to do. You know what I'm saying? In business, if it's going to be the right thing, if it's going to be, you know, if it's going to... um. It's going to be a win-win for you and the client. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that. I've learned how to work with a team because I have a team. I'm working with different personalities and different people from all walks of life, different mindsets. Um, that has taught me a lot in leadership. Um, being a great leader is, um, is not always um, a beautiful thing. It's, it's a lot of hard work, blood, sweat, and a lot 
of tears and a lot of days of wanting to throw the towel in. Mm-hmm. So those are some things I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> right. It could be lonely being a leader. Do you think? It absolutely is because you have this fine line. Cause think about it in corporate America, you're not hanging out with your boss. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not, you're not kicking it with your boss, but because we're in a service based people working with us, we have to create those relationships because we're working so closely together. And I don't have a problem with that, but then you have people that don't understand that people that don't understand that there's a fine line between me being your, your girl and your, and I'm the, and I'm the, I, I own this thing. You know, this is my thing I own. And then you don't want to come up like, you know, you being like this man, cause I don't do that at all. Like, you wouldn't even know I was the owner of my company when you worked in, you know what I'm saying? We work really well together, me and my team members doing so. I think that that whole leadership piece, honey, it's a whole, I, I mind the people that are in leadership, get leadership training, read some John Maxwell books, read some T.D. Jakes books, and I get some leadership training and being a leader because there's so much more to it than just being in charge. That's true. Because, like, I think sometimes when you get to a certain level, some sometimes people get a little bit intimidated by you. So <laughs> you, do you know yeah. what, I mean, what I'm saying? Yes. And yes. so like, sometimes, you know, it's hard to separate the two. I can see that. And then I can also see you just trying to, you just being you, but people, you know, not really accepting it because, you know, they look at you a certain way because of what they think you do or what they think you have or whatever. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. People don't understand, you know, in the business side of it, I know you know because you run business every day, you know. People think, oh, my God, they work. Oh, I see they working all the time. Like, you got all this money. Like, what? <laughs> right. You know how, much to, how much it costs to run a business? Right. For real? Like, you legitimately running it. You're paying taxes. You have an accountant. You have all, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. all, a lot of people don't do that. They just out here making this money, this quick dollar, and they put it in their pocket, they spend it out. But when you really run a business, you have to think about everything and all the things you have to do. And when you got other people, you got to pay. It's a whole, it's a whole situation. I'm sometimes like, how did I get into this part of it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, but I love it. You know, I love it, Brandy. I love it. I love it. I love it. I wouldn't want to give it up for anything in the world. But sometimes it's just, sometimes it's just those days where I'm just like, God, help me. Help me to push forward. Help me. Give me some more gas in this tank to keep moving forward and to keep pushing the vision that you've given me to do. Cause it really becomes for me, not about me. I have to hide myself. It's not even about me anymore. It's about helping other people. Cause Brandy, even yourself, the teacher, you train, think about all the girls and the women that you've helped that never thought they could have a business. Right. And now they do. And now they doing their thing because they saw a you, you know, yeah, and that just goes to your why. Like, I think when you get frustrated, you have to remember why you do what you yep. do. You know, yeah. you have to remember why. And, and we all we all have that. Like, everybody thinks they want to be the boss, but girl, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, some days it's like, this is a bit much here, you know. <laughs> so, <Yes>. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and it's a lot. It's a lot. Too much is given, much is required. It is a yes. lot. So say that scripture again. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it is definitely a lot. And um and sometimes like I said, yeah, you definitely have to remember why you started and that I think that's what helps me 
stay, you know, keep, keep going and keep pushing yeah. is that I remember why, like, it's not about me. It's about the people that I'm here to serve. Yeah. It's about, you know, may, having a better life for my family, you know, so, yeah. so I just try to remember those things. Yeah. Like my daughter, Absolutely. like I want to make a great example for her. I want to leave yeah. her a legacy. So I think about those things when I get frustrated. I feel you on that. Totally. Are you behind filing prior year's tax returns? Are you unsure of your tax deductions under the new tax law? If this sounds like you, you need tax preparation experts who will assist you quickly and efficiently no matter where you are in the United States. Contact attorney Tanya Clark of CHC Business and Tax Solutions today at 248-802-5571 to handle your tax preparation needs. You can also visit our website at chcbts.com. That's chcbts.com. So what? Do, so how do you feel about work-life balance? Do you think, you know, it's a such thing as balance or? And we've talked about this before. Um, no. <laughs> I think that, I think that it's something that somebody's always suffering. Some, something is always going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Something is not, something's not going to get tended to the way we need it to. And guess what is most time? It's us. That's true. Most time it's us that don't get tended to. And we don't get the self-care we need because we're making sure everything, especially our family, we got children, husbands, you know what I'm saying? The business, all that has to be tended to. And so for me, um, I really, I feel like in the last couple of years, I've done a lot better with my work-life balance um, because I've been intentional, like with my daughter, you know, making sure I take her with me when I need to, that she sees this and that she gets her time to do things that she wants to do. And I'm still working on that too, you know, being a single mom, you know, I don't want her to suffer not being able to go to a swim lesson or dance class or things like that because I don't have anybody to help me. So I am now actively seeking a nanny to help me, you know, with her. So that's my most important thing right now is my daughter, you know, aside from my business, making sure, like you said, she gets what she needs and I'm leaving this legacy for her. So the work-life balance, I'm still figuring that out. And I want I want a creative entrepreneur to come forward and talk to us about it that's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't met one yet. You know, everybody, a lot, most, most people say there's no such thing as balance. Some days I'm a great business person. Some days I'm a great wife. Some days I'm a great mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just depends on the day. Yeah, it just depends on the day. Yeah, and that's how, I know that's how it is for me, you know? Yeah, but I have really like I've tried to figure out how to just even when I started the podcast, my interviews were all over the place and stuff. So I gave myself set days for that. So I had to like really block that off, set times for this. And I try not to have work um, go over it to the time where, you know, my husband is home and stuff like that. So I try to have time and plan out things that operate on my calendar. And sometimes it works and it all comes together. And sometimes it doesn't, you know? Right, exactly. Like last night I forgot about, yeah, you do the best you can. Last night I forgot about a meeting that I had and I started cooking dinner and I was like, oh my God, I got a meeting. You know, and it was a uh, with a client, but it was his own meeting, but I had to stop what I was doing. But my husband, he was so, he was like, so you want me to finish the sides? I'm like, yeah, finish the sides. <laughs> Right, so exactly. He, so he had to jump in. So he's been very helpful in that because I was like, oh man, I just started to meet and everything and then forgot about it. Had to jump on wow. it. So, you know, but it worked out. My dinner was ready when I got done with the meeting, but, you know, so that's teamwork. Understood, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But it's one day at a time. But I, if I meet someone with balance that, that tells me I got it down, I we really need to talk to that person. We all need to sit down and have a, a round table, right? Like, help us all. <laughs> help us all figure out how to do this for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you um have a few new businesses that you started last year. I know you started your boutique. Now tell us about that. So the boutique is one of those things, Brandy. It's another God thing. I had. But the thing is, you know, I always get people that like the way I dress, you know. And so Mm -hmm. I always, and I tend to shop places where I can get little pieces here and there. And I'm not really like a big name brand person, but I wanted to start selling a few pieces. And one of my friends who had a a boutique um, had gotten really busy in her other business. And I said, um, well, can you teach me how to, um, you know, do the boutique stuff? Then I said, wait a minute. I said, how about I just take over? But, you know, we could partner. And that's strategic partnering. That's what it's been. And it was a, it's a strategic partnership uh, with Detroit Couture, who already had everything. I'm just coming in and I'm running it. And so now I just closed down my studio. I was at, I'm moving to the boutique. So I'm doing the makeup and the clothes in the same spot. And so that was already spoken of my life like two years ago that would be somewhere doing this. And so now I'm like, okay, God, it's all making sense and coming together. So basically um, it's, it's a clothing boutique with more clothes, like more um, like, like dressier stuff um, for events and things like that. Um, we don't have a lot of jeans and stuff like that in there, but it's really nice clothes, dresses, jackets, um, some pantsuits, really nice, like um, high-low dresses, things like that. And so we go from small to 3X. Representing the plus size girl is important to me. <laughs> because I'm a plus size girl. And so having nice things that we that are wearable and we feel comfortable in is very important. So that's what I'm doing on that end with that. Great. I think it's fitting for you. Like when I saw that you were doing it, I thought it was very fitting because I do think you're definitely Thank a fashionista you. and you're all about, you know, your style and everything. So I think it's very fitting. Thank you. Yeah, so that's very awesome. much. And I'm glad you have stuff. I have to check you out, but I'm glad you have stuff that I can wear. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> you <know>? honey. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, um, also, you uh, started your uh, cosmetic line, right? With you started off with lipsticks. So, tell us a yes. little bit about that. So, this is the thing, Brandy. I had cosmetics a long time ago. I had they were called Gemini's. I had eyeshadows, mm-hmm. and I stopped selling them because the company stopped making what I liked, and so I just kind of put it to the side and was like, okay. And then everybody was selling cosmetics, so I was like, well, it's not the time. It's not the time. But I felt like it was a time now for me to come out with it because what I want to do with the line, like, I really have a, a big old vision for it. This is a very, very, very small part. Just starting. I need to start somewhere. Sometimes we got to just start because if we sit around and we keep saying, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, we're never going to do it. So I have been testing the products for a few months, and I finally said, well, guess I'm just going to do it. And I did it. And so it's lipsticks. Um, I really like them. Um, they're vegan and they're cruelty free, which is important to me that, you know, for that part. Um, and I have 11 lip colors and three glosses right now. And so I'll be adding products in new products every month into the line. So it'll be, um, next month I can tell you, I'm going to be adding eyebrow and lip pencils. Um, cause a lot of people want a good eyebrow pencil. So I'm testing the eyebrow pencils out right now. And I really like them. And I like the lip pencils. They're really nice and creamy. So I'm going to be doing that. And so I'm excited about it. And I want to be able to give other opportunities to other artists that want to sell their own products. So that will be coming soon as well. Because I am all about, I don't just have to eat. We can all eat. 
It doesn't have to, it's not a me thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not selfish in what the ideas that God gives to me. And if I can help other people, I am. So that is what I'm endeavoring to do in 2020. So it's not going to be just about me. I, I plan on this, you know, growing bigger, but I want other people to be able to partake in it as well. That's awesome. And I don't, I don't see why not. I mean, there are a lot of people doing lipstick lines, but there are a lot of people doing boutiques as well, but they're not you and they don't have what you'll bring to the table. And, and, and then a lot of people, you know, it, I think um, it's great to get it, get it from someone who is familiar with cosmetics and who can tell yeah. what color will look good on my skin tone and all of yeah. those things rather than just, you know, so, uh, somebody that just thought it was a great idea. Because a lot of people go, go, jump into the beauty industry because they see it's hot right now. It's hot. That's right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, they, and like you said, because I even have a lot of women who ask me what colors, and I don't sell them everything. They're like, well, I like this color. I'm like, no, that's not going to look good on you. You're going to be mad. And right. so I give them the color for their skin tone and say, try these colors for you. I think you'll like them. And everybody's been happy thus far with the suggestions I've made. But I, but I agree with you. People get into it because it's the hot thing. They're not committed to it. They're not passionate about it. They want to make some money. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. We want to make money. But it's about the, the driving force behind it. What, what is your driving force behind it? You know, are you really called to do this? And so, yeah, you're right. Being able to know stuff already as a, as a makeup artist is a, is a definite plus. Great, great. And I'm excited for you. And what's the name of the brand? Again? The name of the, it's still up under the Glam Doctor, but it's called, it's called Slow Blinks and Soft Kisses. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, I'll make sure I leave links to the boutique and Thank links you. to the to the uh to the cosmetic line and slow 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 blinks and soft kisses. Yeah, I'll make sure I leave um links to that so people can find Thank it. Thank you. And so, so you are already like you started both of these in 2019. So you already have a few things that you started gearing up for 2020. Like, what are you excited about for 2020? What's next? For 2020, what I'm excited about, I'm excited about growing the cosmetic brand. I'm excited about seeing that come to fruition. I'm excited about actually doing more speaking this year. I'm doing more speaking and training. Um, I want to be able to to do, um, for me, I love the management side of what I do. Um, While I like doing makeup, I do not see myself doing makeup forever. That's not even my goal in life. I want to be able to empower and equip other women and men who want to do this to be able to do it and to be able to help them be their very best at it. I feel like there are seasons for everything, and my season for doing it is not going to be too much longer for me because my vision is so big and it's expensive, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, so, it's worldwide. So I just can't be on faces all the time anymore, you know? So I'm going to, you know, train the people that can do it and do an amazing job, but I'm going to go on and do other things that God is calling me to do. I think that in our industry, what la- a lot of things that lacks for me is the educational piece of the business side, but also knowing having support in it. We don't have a lot of support, Brandy, mm-hmm. um, and also and also being you know us as African Americans in the industry. There are certain things that we we just aren't able to get into. You know what I'm saying? Get to because of we don't have the connection and things like that. So I want God that I want to be able to just open up doors for other people and my other fellow artists so that we can, so we can be the bomb too. 
Yeah, I, I think that is great. And I do agree with you. There isn't enough education. There still isn't a lo- enough education for this industry and enough business education and enough support. And yeah. I absolutely agree with you. And so I think what you're doing is very much needed in the industry because, you know, I remember like, you know, it's not a when I started out, it wasn't a, it wasn't as many makeup artists as it is now, <laughs> you know. No, you know, and so it was just way different. We couldn't even get our products nowadays. I mean, it's just even a whole different ballgame with how you get your products and everything. Yeah, it just yeah, wasn't like right. that. You had to order everything, you know, everything, all your professional products. Yeah, but, but so it's just so different now. And, um, but I do think we still need more education because we need more to YouTube university and we definitely need business knowledge because, you know, we have to make sure we're doing things in um, decency and in order. So we have to make sure we're operating as a real business. And like you said, we have accounts and we have our taxes and stuff together and we have our business legit and we, we operate in proper customer service and everything. And so that's, that's one of the reasons why I started the events that I do just to really open a conversation about how to run a bit of beauty business, especially because it's so attractive nowadays. A lot of people, I mean, so many people who have never like been in a beauty at all and they'll be like, I want to do, I want to do makeup. And I'm like, why? 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 Yeah. Like like that too. Why? You be like, why? You don't even wear it. It's random. <laughs> random. It's random. Ain't it? But that's why I love I love what you're doing with, with the with the beauty business expo. And I and I told you this when you first started, I just see it being more expansive for you. And I just can't wait for you to step out and do everything that's inside of you to do with it because it's so much more. You you, you just scratch the surface a little bit of what you're supposed to be doing. It's gonna be really big, you know. Because it is, it's a great conversation um, that you're having um, about it. And I'm, I'm excited about where it's going to go and what it's going to bring out of you and what you're going to birth out of it. Thank you. I'm actually working at some things in the works for 2020. So I, I have doing some pop-up events. I'm traveling with it. So that's the first part. Good. Yeah. Good. So just doing like having, having a conversation in different cities with different uh, beauty communities around the U.S. And so that's some of the things I'm going to be doing in 2020. So I received that. Um, I have some things in works I can't speak on yet. But yeah. Definitely. I got you. That's wonderful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I so I um I'm um excited for you as well. And I feel you on, you know, like the whole uh transitioning um because I'm more so focused on teaching now and then working on the events and everything and doing the podcast mm-hmm. has actually taken its own life of its own that I didn't expect. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so so I'm just I'm just, you know, allowing him to lead me, just going in a different direction. Yeah. That's great. Yep. Yep. But I appreciate that. I received it, girl. <laughs> and you know what, Brand? I think that too, that a lot of people, what, and getting to this, into getting to this point is that what we have to understand is that there's always somebody behind us that's coming behind us that we have to help. We have to lift, we have to turn around and lift them up and we have to turn around and bring them forward because it can't always be about us. Right. That's true. So, you know, there, there is a time for it to be about you. But when you are in a service-led thing, and then, like, you know, I said, we're Christians. So everybody's not. So I'm not putting that on people. But I'm just saying, I know my purpose and my calling is. Mm-hmm. And, I know who, and I know who created me to do this. And so when, right. when he says time next, when he say next, I got I to gotta heed to that call when he say next. Because <laughs> I don't want to be sitting here still doing makeup and I'm frustrated. And he had something better for me on the other side. 
Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta you gotta realize we have to realize that we gotta help other people. And a lot of people don't wanna do that. They don't wanna help nobody. It's all about them. It cannot be all about you all that are listening. It cannot be all about you all the time. Yeah, you know one quote, um, I've heard, I can't remember exactly who said it, but well, I know my pastor used to say, if you help people get, what would it say? If you help people get what they want, then God will help you get what you want. Some type of thing like that. Yeah. So sometimes we have to remember that, you know, it's better to give than to receive, uh, to be on the giving side. So I love to like help and to pour in and to give to other people because I know God's going to bless me regardless. And regardless to it, it might not be through the same way. It may be totally different, but I know I'm going to be blessed anyway. So it doesn't hurt me to give, you know what I'm saying? So I really uh, absolutely agree with that. And I'm, that's why that's why I work with girls who come to me and I mentor and stuff like that because I just want to give them that help that, like you said, somebody from Mac told you, why would I teach you what I know? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I don't want to do that to people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, I mean, great leaders lead and they train up other leaders. Yeah. You know, you know, it, it, it ain't all about you, you know? So yeah, I think, so I absolutely agree with that. So, how do you define success? Oh my God, I I define this is how I define success. It's it's, it's okay. <laughs> I define success by, for me, achieving the things that I set out to do, and when I reach those goals, for me, that is my success. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about oh, being at a being a multi million dollar person. Oh, that's gonna be great too. But even when I reach my multi-million dollar status, that won't define success for me because money doesn't define success for me. It's about doing the exact things that I'm supposed to be doing. That defines success for me. Like, yeah, I made, I did that. And now it's on, you know what I'm saying? That, that's for me. That's what I define success as. Great stuff. Great stuff. So either tell me what's your favorite book you've read or what book you're currently reading right now. Well, you know, one of the books I read about Valerie, Bur- Valerie Burton is about women, successful women leaders. Um, I read that last year, and that was a really good, the things that successful women leaders do, um, successful women do, I'm sorry. That was a good book. What I'm currently reading right now, I'm currently taking online uh, online course right now for my business. <laughs> so that's what I'm currently reading. So I ain't reading nothing other than that right now in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> real talk real talk (laughs) it's all right so what's your uh favorite tool you use to operate in business my favorite tool to operate in business yeah like an online tool or software oh the software i use my booking app that booking app i have i use acuity that thing has saved my life this this last year i I got it. it I got it in December 2019, I mean 2018. Baby, when I tell you, it's so easy to navigate and it's so easy to use. And I'm just, I'm, I love it. I love, I love it. Security it's a really too. great tool. It's a really great app and a really great tool. Because I was using Style C like most of us were using um, years ago. And it just wasn't giving. And they still not really giving a lot. You know what I'm saying? But this app is amazing. So people should get on that app. Like beauty, even people with just regular businesses. 
You got service business on the app. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I use it for a lot of stuff, and it has a lot of new cool integrations. Like it even had, you know, the whole Zoom integration they added more recently. So I. Like oh, it. I didn't know that. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. I go look at that. Okay. Yep. So it's cool. So like, if you wanted to do like, uh, you know, like a clarity calls or you know. Conf- conversations yeah. with your clients because now do conversations i normally do them on facetime so i didn't know that so that's gonna be great to know that yeah yeah i'll send you a link that gives you a little information about it so you can set it up thank you i, I appreciate really that cool. awesome awesome so my final question would be what is the message that you want to leave to the world the message i want to leave to the world is whoo there are so many but I'll tell you this, and this is my um, this is my mantra that I go by. Um, God gives you, gives me everything I need. That's my that's what I want to leave to the world, because knowing that at the end of the day, when everything is not if it's not going right, if it's going array, if it's going crazy, understand at the center of that there is a God that is going to give you what you need, and you will turn back around and look at it like, oh my God, I was tripping, I was tripping. But now here I am on the other side of it. Yep. Awesome. I love it. God always provides. So I love that. Yes. He Thank you. Everything you need. You're welcome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. This was a pleasure to be here. I can't wait to um to hear it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> be well, tell everybody it. how they can find you. Tell everybody uh, how they can find you. So you can find me. Um, theglamdoctor.com is my website. And that's doctor is spelled all the way out, theglamdoctor.com. Um, everything about me on social media is the Glam Doctor. It's all consistent. So if you look up the Glam Doctor, you'll find me on there. But um, also, um, if you look, my, my other thing is Rashida LaShawn. That's me, the, the person outside of the Glam Doctor. Rashida <laughs> LaShawn, R-I-S-H-I-D-A-L-A-S-H-A-W-N. But the Glam Doctor is everywhere. Okay, Rashida Williams, the Glad Doctor, everybody. I'll make sure I leave all of her information in the show notes. And as always, stay great and we are out. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also, email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.